like accidentally one. poured way too much wine in my glass, but you know, there's worse problems in life. Yeah, and I have no alcohol. I finished it the other day watching the Spurs game, so I ran out, couldn't buy. I was actually sober during the game, which honestly made it like more of a mind trip. I was like, what's happening? I feel like this feels like I'm drunk, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like how Conte must have felt as well. And speaking of that, that's um, this is Spurs In Podcast, episode 27. Can't believe that it's uh, 27 episodes that we're in. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, right? So really crazy. So proud of you guys. You know, it's even well, you're part of this as well. Oh, we're we're all proud of each other. But something that we're not proud of is that we've only existed for 27 episodes and we've already had a managerial change. What's your thoughts on that? You weren't on the on the last pod. No, this is is wild. I think the theme for this episode is wild. I even wore my animal print shirt because it's that wild. So um, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think that to be honest, I mean, I don't know what we expected from Nuno. He was like, what our like seventh choice originally when we first got him. Yeah. So I think that like it was kind of needed, but I just, I don't know if I was like as shocked as some people pretended to be. And I'm not like, I don't know. I also don't have like ginormous hopes for Conte, but I think it's going to be better than Nuno, <laughs> like which isn't that hard. <laughs> yeah, I think I I think sometimes I feel like I could have been better than Nuno at times, but that's just me thinking like you know, every and I don't want to give him that much crap. Like you know, he did his best, but like, what is his best? Oof. Yeah. You know. Tough. Tough, tough, tough. I know. I mean, so let I was... me get to my notes from the game, not my shopping list. They're next to each other, <laughs> but we don't need to hear about that. So, yeah, we um, were starting who we were playing. We were playing Vitesse. This is the Vitesse Arnhem. Yep. Okay. Playing them at home. And uh, you remember the lineups? Let's I see. Re- I'll try to do it off the top of my head, but we'll see how this works. It was. Larice, Emerson, Romero, Dyer, Davies, Reggie, Skippy, and Hoybier, Sonny, Kane, Lucas. Yeah, you forgot one person. Reggie. I said Reggie. You did? Okay. So. Yep, I said him did. after Davies. Oh, you were perfect then. You were perfect. That was the lineup a little bit. What what you thought about that lineup? I mean, it was pretty predictable. I think especially with him not really having been at training. Oh, by the way, side note before we get into that, love that he brought Ryan Mason up. Love it. I just think that's such a class act and just like adorable. No, I I love it too. I love it too. He's a guy that's uh, spurs through and through. And he's taken the reins of manager for a short period of time after we yeah. uh, got rid of Jose. And he's still stuck with the squad. Went back and I think to- it's a smart move from Conte to be like, I have the managerial experience, but I don't necessarily know these players through and through, like some of the people who I have access to. Yeah, and exactly. I just feel like that's like a, a wise move. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love and not it too. trying to like be just like swinging his dick around thinking he can do everything right at once, you know? So. I think, it, yeah. So anyway, um, I think 
on the whole, I think it was a pretty like standard lineup to like, like for like a, you know, are like a strong lineup. Obviously, I mean, especially when we're playing with that back three, you at first I was like, oh, Davies is playing with Regulon. But then when we're playing that back, that kind of back three, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, what about I, you? What did you think? Well, I was a little scared of the options that we had at the back three. I definitely wanted to see Romero there. I thought Dyer would be there. And did I you thought, see him there? Did you, did you see him there? I did. <laughs> I did see him there. I did see him do a whole bunch of things. Mr. We'll Romero. get there. We'll get there. We will get there. But um, I was shocked to see Davies get the start. And I know he has the experience playing for the Welch team and they play a back three. So I guess that's where he was going with that because the guy has more experience playing with just three defenders at the back. But as you guys know, I'm not the biggest supporter of who would you have put instead of Davies is my question. I would have put Dyer on the left, Romero in the middle and Sanchez on the other side. That would have been, okay. I would have taken that. I would have taken that. I have a little more faith in Sanchez than I do in Davies. And even though we're going to talk about him later as well, Dyer, I have a little bit more faith in Dyer than Davies. But I will say, I feel like Dyer is more like physically is more of a like traditional center defender than Romero. Is that crazy to say? Like, I feel like he's a bigger figure, a little bit more of a commanding figure. No, I agree. I agree. But it's just the way that Romero can pass and from the middle to both sides. That's very true. that's, That's why I figured that he would play in the middle. And, you know, so they can use his ability to move the ball a lot better from the back. I guess because we had our wing backs, they were all those three were still a little more condensed, which allowed all three of them really to play to switch up play and play the ball, you know, however they could. But because the wing backs were, quote unquote, supposed to get back a little bit, but we can get into that. Yeah. Overall, besides maybe switching in Sanchez or something. I thought it was a, a pretty respectable lineup and a pretty expected lineup. I agree. I, I, I Besides Davies, I, I really liked the lineup. I really, for especially for what he's trying to bring in and the style of play that he's trying to bring in, I absolutely like the lineup. And I and I, I will give some credit to like, just like to the idea of starting Davies when it's like a new manager, when you're trying to start people who have kind of like, I feel like he was trying to bring some stability, stability to the lineup and I know we're like like we said in that episode a long time ago like Davies can be like a solid like six maybe even a seven you know he's not gonna win man of the match necessarily but he's been at the club a long time he's kind of a mainstay and relatively reliable in a very non-flashy kind of boring way exactly yeah no no I agree I agree I do not love the so guy. for a new manager I get that I'm like having honestly fan, having Dyer, Romero, and Sanchez the back, I I would scary. be I would be praying to gods I don't even believe in. It's it like is. <laughs> it is scary. But until like, we get I don't back. know how many penalties we'll give up. I don't know who's gonna get hurt. Like, I don't know who's gonna accidentally kick the ball into our net. Like there's so much, there's so many wild cards there. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. So yeah, that was uh pretty much it for the lineup. So now I'm going to let you lead because you have notes and I don't. 
Oh, so yeah. Take so, over. It's your show. So now. my notes are a little bit all over the place, but um, I guess I'll just I want to get your thoughts on the first like the opening of the match. Like, what did you what were your first impressions? Like first few minutes. I was very psyched, like most of the people in the audience that we had our new manager taking the reins and I felt the electricity from the beginning that all the fans even though it wasn't completely a sold out venue you saw there was a lot of seats that top section was open um but I love that the fans were there and they were crazy excited about seeing Spurs football again that was my immediate take from like before the the kickoff oh and also that Toby they did that whole thing for Toby that. that was great was that I Paramount get, Plus or? I know I didn't get to see it either because Paramount Plus, as they always do, they wait to the last exact second for their feed to come in, and their beginning of the feed didn't even have any voice to it. You couldn't hear anything. So, but I saw that it happened afterwards on social media, and that was great to see that the pictures of Toby and all that stuff going on for Toby. Yeah. Breaks my heart a little bit. Let's throw him in the back three. Come on. Yes. There's our answer. (laughs) But then as far as the game, well, I like the way that the guys came out. The guys came out and they looked very good. They looked very excited. They were running really hard. They were pressing. It was uh, exciting football to see. I think that like the kind of the general like mentality to this game, it seemed was proving themselves, proving themselves to the fans, proving themselves to the new management. Yeah. I, like I, I, I was a little worried because I thought the in- excitement at the beginning of the game led to like a little bit of sloppiness and inaccuracy. Like there were a few um, like inaccurate passes. They should have, like they had a really awesome, like amazing chance to score in the like 11th minute or so. And they didn't thank goodness. But um, so I was a little worried that we'll just, we were going to like spurs it up and just like be too excited and then like lose control. But we go then after they got me really worried and they kept getting down, like they kept getting past um, Emerson, uh, yeah. which that wing was a problem. Yeah. We're going to get to it a little bit later on out. too. Uh- but I was I did, I, couldn't get too worried about that because as soon as I got worried about that, we scored. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, the <laughs> first goal was of the game. Goal. Who was it? Sunny scored the first goal. Sunny and that the, and the it, have any notes leading up to the play? Uh, yes, it was Hoybier to Lucas, and I believe he shot it, and then there was like a it was a loose uh rebound. And honestly, I've never I don't think I've ever been happier about a goal. Well, that's a lie. But I like, honestly, I think you've heard me say it. Like I guess I complain so much when players don't stay aggressive and go in for the rebound and like beget, and we're not ready to play the second ball. And the fact that Sonny was made me so happy. And the fact that he <laughs> scored on that made me even happier. Um, no, so... that's absolutely true. It's something that I haven't seen in a long time from our guys. Like we don't. We oh well, we don't take a lot of shots anyway, but when we actually do, it's a dumb shot that we don't rebound at all. We have no one there. It's just usually some one guy taking the shot and nobody's there to help out or to pick up a, a cheap goal like that. Well, that wasn't a cheap goal, but you know, to get the easy goals. 
And yeah, that's absolutely true. I was super hyped too. Before that, Sonny did have a great opportunity to put us ahead as well. That he, mm. the goalkeeper got a foot to it and then it almost went through and one of their defenders came back and actually kicked it out. Yeah, that's so true. That was a good play by the defender there of Vitesse. Yeah, Vitesse. very nice. Uh, he also hit the post shortly thereafter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember that. He was just, he was hungry, but not necessarily 100% accurate. But you, I love seeing that dynamism from him. That was also a really nice, I know, I noted at that. And I don't have, I don't have timestamps on this. I'm sorry, but there was a night, there was a really nice link up from Regalon to Kane and Son. There was like an interplay between the three of them. And then Sonny hit the post. But the fact that you can like point out this like link up and this like kind of this passing play. Like, when was the last time we were able to do that on a podcast? I don't remember. <laughs> I do not remember. That's how much we've needed that injection of a person that's going to let these guys play football the way they want to play and not mm. Jose Ball or Nuno Ball. That, that was great to see that the guys were had that, that full injection of a let's play our game. Yeah, so Sun scored in this 14th minute, and then right at like basically right after that, in the 22nd minute, Lucas scored. And I loved this goal. Because so one of the first things I remember about soccer growing up, and yes, even though my father's British, I called it soccer because I grew up in, in California. This is an American um, podcast. Yes, but the first jersey I ever had, I believe, was a red England Michael Owen jersey. And my dad gave it to me and he's like, you know what he says about scoring goal? You just have to pass the ball into the net. And that's what Lucas did. Literally just pass the ball into the net. Mm-hmm. And like seeing that finesse and not and like, it's one thing to absolutely, it, it's beautiful and exciting to see somebody just blasted it like, and like make the net ripple. But just a controlled pass into the net where you have that accuracy and that like composure, it's a really like impressive thing to watch. Definitely. So that's what I loved about that goal. Definitely. What I loved about that goal was that uh, the assist was by my boy, Harry Kane. Harry Kane with a nice weighted pass forward to Lucas. Who... Oh, it, the vision of that weighted pass. Mm-hmm. The weight of that pass. I said the vision for that through ball was great. Like, it's the playmaking that Kane does and the vision he has. I also, because he's my boy, give credit to Sun for drawing the defender away. Like he made a second run to okay. like kind of draw the defender away. And I just, it was yeah. just, they were teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. And you, it's always good to <laughs> shout out Sonny and give him, props. you know, I he always do. <laughs> definitely deserves it. So then um, after that, Oh, then I just had a like a little like haha moment where there was the offsides call and Sonny just had his blinders up and was just going, 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 going. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. That made me laugh really hard. I think honestly, I think he just I couldn't decide. I was like, is he just doing this because he really can't like didn't hear anything? Or was it like he kind of needed to see the ball in the back of the net like to like refocus himself? I don't know. He was just too fast. He couldn't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> That's why I love him. 
Before, then, I, wanna, I, I, I didn't take any notes, but now that I'm looking at our group text, there was one thing I wanted to mention yes. before all of the scoring happened. And yes. that was very, very early on to get on the guy that I like to get on and the guy that I didn't want starting at uh, the left side of our back defense. Yes, ben Davies. Davies. Ben Davies got bailed out oh, completely yeah. by the referee. Because in my opinion, that tackle that he made right in there at the top of their box was definitely a pen. And he did not get called for it at all. And I was listening at the time to the, somehow I had the BTES, the one from the UK. I had that feed while I was watching the game. And they loved to point out that the referee was Italian. They were like, oh, everyone was pointing it out. Oh, they did it on the other version as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought that was. Uh, I mean, what, we got bailed out there. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, Antonio, <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you, bro. I got Amelia. Hey, <laughs> exactly. I wasn't at the be- at those first few minutes. I did- I wasn't paying as close attention as I should have. I saw the replay of it. Probably a penalty, but honestly. There's so many. I guess they couldn't have. VAR couldn't have gotten involved because he didn't even call the foul. But how many times does that happen against us, and we think it's a foul, and then it doesn't get called? You know what I mean? Like it yeah. happens all the time. Of course, of course. That's a that's a like that's a shitty way to look at it. But like, I wasn't that concerned about it. <laughs> I was grateful, but I wasn't that concerned about it. Yeah. And then after that, um, I mean, we looked like we took a stranglehold of the game. And yeah. I'm sure now um, you're going to lead up to the a... other one. Oh, I wrote something about. Um, but right before the third goal, I wrote in the 26th minute, there was this beautiful switch from Hoybier to Regulon. And I said, seeing this precise and dynamic switch made me realize we don't really have someone who does that regularly at the moment. And I like that. The idea of that being Hoybier. Okay. Like if he, you know what I mean, like yeah. kind of taking that control of that center of the pitch and feeding the ball out and like switching it and like, mm-hmm. I, like I I saw Hoiberg had a couple of good moments, but I I I I wrote it in the group text. I wasn't in love with Hoiberg's play on on the on the whole day. I thought he turned over the ball a lot. He made a lot of um, bad passes that were easily intercepted. I I thought he was going to be the first guy coming off the pitch when we got the subs. I, di- I didn't love his game. I saw what he was trying to do, and I give him credit for that. And again, he's been asked to play a lot of defense. So he's um, he has probably has to get used to spreading the ball around again. Yeah. In a system. But I like the idea of him spread, like giving, like feeding the ball more up. That's all I was trying to say. Did I think he had the best game in the, of his career? No. Okay. But I saw him making a few successful passes, like switching the ball, feeding it to the wings. And I like that. Um, and I just, as he kind of gets more accustomed to that, I wonder if that's going to become a more regular role for, role for him. That's all I was really saying. Okay. Okay. I, I hope so. Um, I hope so. Cause I like this. I like him a lot and I like what he, I love his intensity and what his leadership that he brings to the club. Oh. Guy, he's definitely a Viking. You know? Our Viking. That's our, our Viking. 
Exactly. So that this is a bit of a spazzy uh, podcast, but I love it. Then yeah. just a few minutes later, 28th minute, another goal. It was messy AF. <laughs> well, I it have a question ben for you. Davies, so. No, I have a question for you. Do you think Davies was trying to shoot or assist? <laughs> I really have no idea. That's one of those um, winks moments that we had last yeah, year. Yeah, no, I we honestly have don't no idea know. what he was trying to do. I have no idea what he was trying to do. I, I want to say that, you know, when, when it happened live, I was like, oh, my God, Ben Davies, what a beautiful pass. Yeah, but you obviously. But was it a pass or a shot? <laughs> he completely scuffed the ball, so we will never know exactly what was going on or what he was attempting to do. But kudos to him. He got a pass off to try to get it to Kane. And Kane. I thought Kane, Kane hit slashed it their defender, kicked it in. Yep. So third goal. Um, I had to do a double take, to be honest, to when I saw Davies in their box. I was yeah. like, oh. And then I remembered that he used to be more of a box box player. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He, him and Regulon together, they had a lot of them um, link up. And when yeah, and it was really that cool. Was, yeah, it was really cool to see and see him playing up forward, which I'm scared of seeing him up there. But they played okay together. I'm not gonna crap on Davy so much today. I I love I love that you're doing great. Did you think that it should have been an credited like credited as an own goal or a Kane goal? I kept on watching to try to give it to Kane, but I couldn't fully do it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was okay to be an old goal. I I, I see but why they gave it an old goal. I can see that, but I think, I I also think that, like, it was going in the direction of the goal regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like the reason they give an own goal is, like, when it kind of changes directions off of the defender mm-hmm. and makes its way in the goal. And I, I think it was going in the path of the goal regardless. And in that case... Exactly. Why why take it away from the guy that's actually Yeah. Why embarrass the defender? Why take it away from Kane? Exactly. So I agree with you. It should have been it should be Kane's goal, especially because I want to see Kane score as many goals as he can. But it was yeah. an own goal and it was a goal for Spurs and we're up three nothing now. But that doesn't last for long. No, it doesn't. And then Nick, <laughs> Nick, our our usual host that I don't know what he's doing today, texts in the group chat. God, God, these guys stink. We should have been destroying them last time, too. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And as soon as Nick says that, a couple of minutes later, what happened? So, I mean, honestly, this is what I wrote. I looked at Instagram for 30 seconds and I looked up and I don't know what happened. Like, that's what <laughs> happened. Like, it was that confusing and it was that quick. Like, I was, I literally was scrolling for 30 seconds and all of a sudden I look up and they scored. The one thing that shocked me, they just, I mean, so do you want to talk about the lead up to their goal? Did you see the goal? I saw the goal. Okay. What did did they score off of? A corner, a set piece, right? Yeah, a set piece. Jesus. Can we ever, ever defend a set piece? And I, he had an incredible game, but do you know who I was upset up at in this moment? No, who? Lloris. Really? Hugo? Yeah, because if you watch the replay, he literally is just, like, standing there, not even, like, prepared for it, like, looking the other direction. 
Like if you looked at the replay and maybe he was blocked by some of the defenders, whatever, but like I, and he did more than his fair share of this match. And I will not, that's why I don't want to fault him too much, but in this instance, I don't know if there was anything he could have done, but I at least wanted to see a little effort out of him. Yeah. And I get it. Like he got to save his energy. He old, but you know, (laughs) like. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what happened to Hugo at that moment, but everybody, at least in the group chat, was killing Dyer. I don't, I I I didn't hate Dyer on that play. He did not totally let his defender get away. Exactly. I think the same thing. I I mean, I can't hate him. He, He wasn't like, it wasn't a guy that came unmarked. It wasn't an unmarked man. It was just, it was poor defending, but it wasn't, he didn't let his guy go. He just got past him and that sometimes happens. Exactly. And yeah, it shouldn't happen to us against Vitesse. Mm-hmm. But he kind of, at least in theory, did what he was supposed to do. Correct. Like he stayed with his man. He just didn't get to the ball first. That's it. When and you die, that sometimes happens. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> It happens. I don't I don't hate Dyer for that play, but um, I do have a theory and I don't know huh? if this is a stupid theory. Conspiracy theory alert. Wheel, wheel. Not a conspiracy theory. Oh, okay. It's just a theory as to why we absolutely are shit against corners and set pieces. And my theory is, well, we practice this stuff, right? To defend this stuff. But let's flip it the other way around. Who do we practice against? Our own guys our own guys who are shit themselves at taking corners and set pieces. So we're not used to seeing any good ones. So when good ones happen, we don't know what to do. And we shit ourselves and we get scored on. So I I think that's it because I I really have no absolute clue. Different managers with different theories or different styles of play and who focus on defense and we still can't guard up against the shit. So that's my my only thing. We also don't have like a ton of tall guys in the back. And they had guys up there who were like 6'3". Like, you know, so we and like we're, we're, like, we're like, well, at least Lucas can head it. You know, so, you know, like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't so know. I think I that's don't... like, like, just realistically, that doesn't help either. It doesn't help. Not at all. We need some height. Grow, boys. Yeah. You need to grow. So then after Drink that. your milk, eat your Wheaties. But <laughs> what happened right after that? Oh, Romero got his first yellow card. Whee! Nice. <laughs> nice. On a it was a weird... weird challenge. He looked like he was just like, let me just take a knee for a second. He just like took a knee. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I'm not gonna completely go to ground, but I'm gonna halfway no, go to he ground. Took a, he took a freaking knee. Yeah, it's like let's say that um this is the NFL. He just two like years was like pulling a Kaepernick. Like, a you know, like <laughs> It was it was wild. I mean, it was stupid. Did I think it merited a yellow? I don't think so. That should have just a been a foul. I think it should have just been a foul. Just foul. Okay, get him there a little free kick and that's it. But he he got a yellow. And then a little bit after that, they scored. They scored again. Because it was that that flank that I was talking about with Emerson just getting beat by Vitek. Thank you so much for saying that, Sophie, because in the group text, everyone was shitting on Dyer again. And yes, I mean, Dyer and I've heard of a couple of podcasts earlier today, and the majority of the people are shitting on Dyer for this as well. I mean, yes, it he wasn't- did. No, he did not help his case for with Conte. Like he wasn't like 
Like if he was trying to say, Ooh, start me all the time. I'm a really good player on this team. He didn't like add very good evidence to that. I would say. No, no. I think the jury is out on this guy. We have all the evidence we need. You know, he's not our answer at center back position, but But I don't think it was his entire fault. You can't have that entire left flank vulnerable or their left flank vulnerable. And let all that build up and lead up play come up there and then just blame it all on Dyer. That's not fair. Yeah. And and also what's not fair is that Lucas actually gave the ball right to them on right on that play. So you got a guy that's pretty much not ready to play defense when Lucas gets because we have the ball and Lucas gives it right to them. The guy makes one pass to the guy that Emerson was didn't come back quick enough to cover. And Dyer is vulnerable and gets the ball hit through his fucking legs. So kind of tough to put it on Dyer there. I, I, I mean, yes, absolutely. I will not put it on Dyer, but I won't only put it on Dyer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, he's not our answer. He's a player that we love for the stupid things we that We love he does. and we love to hate. And we love to hate, and we know that we should move on from him, but I'm not going to destroy him today. I don't think he was the cause of those two goals like that. Solely the cause of those two goals. But he didn't help stop them. No. No, that is his job. That is his job, Dyer. Please stop them. You have a big head. Use it. Like, you have a big body. Just, like, use it. I don't know. Like Ben um, says, the fridge the is hard to I move. The last thing I said, I had a note of for the first half was right before halftime at the 44th minute. Skip won an awesome ball. Royale was trying to do like a little too much, like with his like fancy feet. But then there was a loose ball to the left. And did you see Kane run for it to try to get it before it went out? When was yeah. the last time you saw him sprint for a ball like that? And I actually thought that he hit it off that them to get it out for. He did, know. but you know. Yeah, I don't know what do? happened. That was. But, but when was the last time you saw him do that? How awesome was that to see? Under Jose or maybe Potch, it was absolutely awesome to see because we see that the guy that definitely can make this team go, maybe finish top four or maybe win a trophy, He's is now tiger. motivated again. <laughs> yeah, big chance, but. He's he's motivated again. He's he's our most well, him and Sonny are our most important players. So that that's great to see. Kane. You know how I feel about Sonny. I don't need yeah. to say it again. Of course. Um. Okay. So let's get. That was my first half. I mean, I thought we. I just was like praying for a good, like locker room talk where they were just stop doing stupid stuff. Um. But I was happy that the halftime came when it did because I thought if it didn't, we were going to go to 3-3. <laughs> so, second half. This is where things get nutty. Absolutely. Ah. Okay. We started off with some sloppy passes. I didn't really have any notes for the first 15 minutes of the half. Did you have anything to say? No, I didn't have. I didn't take notes because I wasn't expecting to record since they told me to take the day off. <laughs> but... That's cute. Yeah. Um. Don't you love when that happens? I did. And then they were like, oh, we're not going to be able to use you. And I was like, oh, cool. But then 
here we are. We're here. Um, two guys that anyway, weren't expected to be it here. It takes a here. village. It takes a village. So then Romero second yellow. My, my goodness. It was, uh, I, I mean, stupid. I don't. I don't really, I really don't understand what you're doing. If you already know you have a yellow. What, what, what I had you... forgotten he got a yellow. So like maybe you he forgot, forgot too. I, I hope he did. It's, a, it's okay for you to forget. It's <laughs> not okay for him to forget. Because he's actually on this pitch. And he's one <laughs> that's of our his, most. That's literally what he gets paid the big, paid the big bucks for. Big bucks. Like... You're the, the Serie A defender of the year. You're coming to a new league and. You're trying to impress a new coach, and I get it. I get it. You hyped up. You want to show this coach that you can do it all, but don't show him that you can wrap your leg around a player. That's uh, he's like, not look how bendy my leg is. <laughs> Terrible. I'm flexible. We don't need to see your flexibility right now, sir. Oh uh, it was an uh, absolute terrible. It was thing just to do. stupid. Like that's the only thing I wrote about it. It was stupid. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know that 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 was absolutely dumb and very. Stupid. And then I yes. couldn't even get that frustrated about it because then we had probably like then I got frustrated about other things because we couldn't clear the ball, and then I saw wings swarming up. <laughs> oh man, and I loved it. I loved it, but I don't love seeing wings come in. But I love every opportunity I have to rub it into Ben's face that wings is part of this team still. The though- only thing I said is. These subs are interesting. That's the only thing I wrote. <laughs> um, Absolutely interesting. But and- before that, I do want to say in like the 67th or 68th minute, there was a great save from Hugo. Absolutely. He made a, was- few, a handful of amazing saves this game. As I think John the one said. you're referencing to is one that was taken a little bit out, a little deep from outside the box. And that ball, it looked like a knuckleball from... Phil it was a Negro. rocket. Phil Negro was a Hall of Fame pitcher who just recently, I think he passed away. He used to pitch for the Yankees. He threw a mm. knuckleball and it was a terrible pitch. You, it doesn't move. I actually know what place. a knuckleball is. Oh, so these are for my, you. these are for my UK, the UK guys that don't follow baseball. I know you're American. You know this stuff. So, I mean, I barely know, but thank you. So you see the but, knuckleball has no rotation on it and it just moves all over the place. And that ball looked like that for a couple of seconds. And that save was absolutely it was amazing. A zinger. Like you said. Yes, it was. Yeah. John, John, like, just like looked up, I think, and like saw that save. And he was like, wow, he goes earning his paycheck and more. Uh, I was like, seriously. Yeah, absolutely. I thought Hugo like, was. Uh, that's why I couldn't even. I thought he was like potentially man of the match, even though he let two in like. He, it, we would have lost without him. He was absolutely my man of the match. I, I, I agree with you. Um. Oh, then there was that situation where, where like Sanchez pulled a hoy beer, and his face got all bloody. I even like forgot about that because that wasn't even the most dramatic like five things that happened this half, but. Yeah, they showed so Levy more. on the screen for like five minutes. And I was like, what's happening? Why are they showing him? And then they like came back onto the field and Sanchez was just like profusely bleeding from his face. So. And I love um, these bandages that are they put on these football players. Like I, I've never seen this anywhere else. <laughs> these bandages absolutely rock. You mean like the white bandages? 
Yeah, it's like you mean they, so they like look like they're coming out of World War Two, like yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> some crazy shit from they yeah, we're not like in, in the, the century battlefield from like you know God knows where, like yeah, World War Two. It's hilarious. Yeah, we I have mean, that's not advanced. hilarious. That's a very serious subject, you know. But yeah, of course. But the bandages is a funny thing. It's a little like with like all of their like freezy spray and like. VAR technology and goal line tech. You'd think they have a little bit of tech to like do something without this like bandage. Yeah, it's it's so funny. But I guess see. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And he he was able to stay on the pitch and he was one of the subs that came in. Yeah, it but was, then it was 10 v 10. But who were the subs? Let's get back to that. To Sanchez. Oh, excuse me. It was Sanchez. It was Wings. <laughs> And I was and, so shocked by Winks, I forgot who the third was. Yeah, I, I, I wanted you to leave the last one for Winks, but I forgot who, who was the third, third one, one was too. I, I have no idea who was the third one. It oh, was my God. Sanchez, Winks, and... Oh, geez, I'm going to... I'm, I'm seeing, I'm right seeing. One second, one second, one second. Ah. Um, oh, and Dombele. And Dombele. Yes, it was Tangy. Tangy! Tangy. Oh, yeah, because I made the comment that he looked exhausted already coming onto the field. Yeah, he did. But no, he he actually was running very good. He was running very good. So I guess that's just the way he runs. No offense. You know, it is. It is. It's the way he He just looks tired all the time. All the time. (laughs) But Winks came in and then. He made forward passes. He actually, I actually thought he had a great. 15 minutes like no shit no lie this is not to make Ben you know what it's like ben's you're feathers. like you like have a bad relationship with a teacher and then you like go to a new class and you're like oh now I can like be the star student maybe that's like Wings is thinking maybe he's like I could be like you know the teacher's pet now <laughs> yeah, I could be the guy that everybody thinks I was supposed to be yeah he made a so great like, forward wild. pass and that pass actually saved us now I think because we were playing like shit prior to that. And Romero, I mean, Emerson, I'm sorry. Romero, Romero was gone. Romero was gone. About, he's dead to me. <laughs> sorry, but. Romero was gone. But uh, that that pass led to, oh, we, we forgot to mention that one of their guys had no, gotten I, two I said, yellows in five minutes. Yeah, he got two yellows in five minutes, you know, ending with San- Sanchez's bloody face. That's what we were talking about. Oh, true, true, true. You did. And uh, so it was 10 v 10. So I was like, oh. Maybe we won't screw this up. It, you know, it's even, pl- even playing field now. Okay. But then I said, whoa, Winks actually went forward with the ball. And he looked to have some pace on him. But then he passed laterally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But he did make I want to point that out. He did not, he did not pass forward. <laughs> he did make that pass forward, though. Oh, well, we forgot to mention... On that second yellow for that player for Vitesse, yeah, we have to shout out Harry Kane for that sell job, for getting that second yellow. That that was amazing sell job by Harry Kane. He posted up like the NBA players do, posted up the guy and made the guy go through him, and he did an acting job, a flop, and fell to the ground, and that caused yeah, the, the Aryan Robin school of flopping. Exactly, I love it. I love it. So credit for Kane. Kane again doing. Yeah. Oh the yeah. The first thing. yellow was Sanchez. The second was for on Kane. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Then, no. I mean, it was definitely a foul. It wasn't like Kane milked it more than he needed to. Like it was a clear foul. Yeah. But, but he positioned himself in a place where the foul was going to be drawn, which 
honestly is an art and like is what you need to do at that level. Absolutely. Absolutely. But was it a, a, a yellow file? I don't know. A yellow card file. That was the question. And he sold it there. That's where he yeah. did the great sell job for it to be an actual like yellow. Like that was good. good if things don't work out in the Premier League or as a kicker in the NFL, he's coming to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and that acting job, he sold it. And the acting job we're going to get back to again that um, Winks did, the acting job that he's a really good player. And he pushed that ball forward to, to Royale. And Royale kicked what? the ball. I, he, I thought it was going to go. I, he was going to make a goal. He was going to kick it right over the goalie. The goalie was. was out of position. Well, you know, knowing our team, we probably would have missed it. But <laughs> it was going to go somewhere near the goal. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it. But the goalie. What was the goalie doing? Like. He he was shit out of luck there. He he was caught out of position. He was too yeah, but like forward. what was he do- like? What was the thought process? Do you think? I don't know. I think he, <laughs> I think it's muscle memory. He didn't. He muscle memory that's tells fair. him that he has to put his hand up. And he honestly, yeah, maybe I, he because he kind of put it up, but then like kind of dropped it. Exactly. Because I th- so I think it was like muscle memory, and then him being like, "Oh, I'm out on the box," but it was like too late. Yeah, you screwed the pooch, bro. And now that was wild. Now so now so. As if you're following everybody, that's red card number three <laughs> for a use of a game. for a handball on a direct scoring opportunity. So their goalkeeper got sent off. So this is three red cards in the span of uh, how many minutes is that? Oh, I would say around from 59 minutes to like 84 minutes. So that's like in like less than half an hour. There have been three red cards. Insane. Less than a quarter of the game and three red cards. So that was uh, great for us because now they're down their starting goalie and they're down to eight. What was it? Nine, nine men? men. Jesus. So it's a, a 10 v nine game. Insane. Insane. You know. And then, of course. Only in the-, the conference league, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um. I saw then we took Koi Beer off, like right after that. Which I already have my say about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But PH. I also I do think like even if he doesn't have the best like passing at the moment, I think he does bring some stability to the midfield. I absolutely agree. And some like I just, security. I think and I'm just like, I was a little bit like, oh, it might be a little cocky to like put Gio in that role because we've already taken off Skip and put Ndombele there and and and, uh, and Winksy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ooh, it might be a little cocky to like take out our other, our only like defending central midfielder that's left. Yeah. It, mm. It's absolutely tough. It's absolutely tough because we've said it before, Skippy and Hoiberg, are pretty much our best combination or if you're going to have three midfielders, they have to be part of it. And unfortunately they play kind of the same role. And one of them is a little bit better than the other as far as offensively, but he's not really all that great offensively. So it kind of puts us in a little pickle. I don't love geo. Like you mentioned too, because he lacks, he lacks that defensive thing. He lacks a lot of things. 
as you um, I mean he also didn't score when he had that like open opportunity thank you for taking that layup and dunking it right in the hole because yeah Pew! slam dunk <laughs> not a layup you Kobe. did a slam dunk Sorry, <laughs> very good but yeah he shit the fucking bed so bad there I was so how did he off. not score I have no idea my, my last score. two things my last three things that I wrote was Royale is really trying to prove himself to Conte as a player who can go forward. How did Gio not score that in the 93rd minute? And the last thing I wrote was, lol, what are we even doing anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, Dude, this was an so... exciting, it was an exciting game. It was, it was wild. It, it wasn't was, a great game. It wasn't a great game at all. <laughs> I think Conte went back there and took like, Three shots of whatever it is that Italian dudes drink after a game. Uh, he tried to get himself shit faced because he's like, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" And there's yeah. gonna be a lot of a lot of moves being made soon because this yeah. was tough. This was tough. Uh, it was fun for us because we got to win, but it was also a roller coaster of emotions because we were we felt great. as first usually is. Yeah, and if you remember. It was a this, very much a welcome to Spurs game for good. <laughs> this happened to Jose. The welcome to Jose was the same exact thing. We went ahead three goals and we gave up two goals and then we were shitting ourselves. It was the same exact thing. Hopefully it's not the same exact thing with Conte in charge yeah. and we actually play very good football. And I'm sure we will because I believe in this guy. But I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing what happens in a Premier League match. I feel like, you know, in some ways there's more pressure, but in some ways there's less pressure. It's like a better team, but we it's like each result doesn't like reflect the like the outcome of the season like as much as like each match of the tournament does. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like in that way, there might be even like a little less pressure on it. But yeah. at the same time, it's his first league match and it's away at Everton and there's going to be so much pressure on it. Absolutely. He's not, he's going to want to go in there and show these guys, have these guys in their head think that we're actually going to make a run for top four and we are okay under him as long as we listen to him. And I love, there's little things that I've picked up about him. Well, one little thing that I picked up about him doing all of these conferences and all of these interviews that he's had so far, he does not praise the players. He says, we have great, a great facility, a great stadium, great trainers, great this, that, and the other. He never says anything about the players whatsoever. And I don't know if that's some kind of mind fuck that he's doing to them. That sounds know. like Jose. It, it does sound like Jose, but Jose somehow praised the guys. He shitted on some of the guys and praised some of them, but he's not saying anything about any of these players. So I'm, mm. I was waiting for him to say it in all these interviews. He hasn't said it not once. And I kind of like it. Like I have these guys thinking and questioning themselves. Oh, I also want to just say it because this is my ongoing saga. Skippy's hair looked okay during this time <laughs> no his hairline actually looked good and i was very happy for him it, 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 but sunny's hair better. sunny got a bad haircut sunny needs to find a new hairdresser that was not a good look for him so but he looked great anyway because like he can't look bad so yeah that, the guy with the dopest hair didn't play delhi sorry he didn't get a run sir 
But Wink started before Dele in the Conte era. How does that make you feel? <laughs> wow. wow, that's gotta hurt. And he actually played okay. Oh man, I love what Honestly, I love what, what Ben said. Dele thought when he saw Wink's playing okay, was he just like, well. Better go start my SoundCloud music career. Like <laughs> his thoughts were, his thoughts were, were what Ben's thoughts were mushrooms. I must be on mushrooms. I can't believe that Winx is playing over me and better than me right now. Wild. Absolutely like I said, wild. the word of the day wild. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so now we have Everton on Sunday. And just to wrap it up, like you were getting into. So you want to do predictions or not really no i don't want to do predictions either i hate doing them i just know how important this is again like for the fans for the players like confidence and for like conte to prove himself so like it's gonna be a hard game but i'm hoping coming off of a win regardless of how slim and dramatic it was we'll just take it as the confidence of a win and put that energy into the weekend Exactly. Exactly. Like I was going to say, I hate doing predictions because every time I predict something is absolutely wrong and usually it's us winning. So I'm not going to do that. So no, we're not. I just want us to play good. Let's be superstitious and like, let's not predict. I am. I'm super superstitious. But yeah. So let's keep that energy going from the new manager bounce and let's impress our new manager and uh, whoever doesn't impress. Please don't impress because we don't want you anymore and we want you to move. I'm sure he'll figure that out, but that's it for today. Oh, I'm this cur- is- uh, yeah, I think that like, I hope that the players take this not as like, oh, well, I might get transferred, so screw it. I hope they take it as a, a as a time to, imp- to improve themselves. And I, I really hope that also adds some fire to the squad. And and I, I'm excited to see what happens. Absolutely. And so almost, then- it's the most positive I've felt about Spurs in a while. So, oh, like, you know us. what? Let's think, take that and run with it. I think the whole fan base is totally in agreement with you. It's uh, it's super positive right now in N17 in North London for the Spurs. We're all happy right now. And no, I want to thank you, Soph. We we did it. Just me and you. Just the two of us. Just the two of we us. We can make it if we try. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. And don't thank forget to follow us on the socials. And... None of Spurs out.